Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and today we are going to talk about how I'm pricing in 2022. And I'm just going to be very upfront with you. I am having a hard time yet again, like I do every year, with raising my prices. (laughs) I think that every year we should be raising our prices as long as it, you know, aligns with our productivity, if we've gotten better, faster, and really if you've painted for a whole year, we're, we're all getting faster, we're all getting better at our craft. All those hours that we put in the past year, I'm really just talking myself into it, okay guys? <laughs> like, but as I'm talking you into it, I'm really just giving myself a pep talk here. Like I have put in the hours, I deserve <laughs> to get paid even more. But this past year, I raised my rate to $100 per hour, which is crazy. It blows my mind away. And all the time when I say that out loud, I always think how I made $5 in some sense working at this tiny little diner in the tiny hometown. (laughs) And I remember I would make 40 bucks for the whole day and I would have to get up at 7 a.m. and go bust my butt and work at this diner as a hostess making no tips because the owner of the diner was also the waitress. So the waitress took all the tips, even though I was the hostess and I was doing a lot of the same shit that she was doing. Anyway, lesson learned. You want to make a lot of money, be the business owner. But I remember waking up and having to be there at 7 a.m. and being so tired. I am not a morning person and I worked and just busted my butt. We were busy the whole time and I made 40 bucks and then I could go and I could fill my gas tank for the week with that. And that was that. It was gone. <laughs> so, and so anytime that I charge anybody $100 an hour, I am just so appreciative of it, even still. Like, it's just, it's such a crazy number for me. <laughs> Having that three digit, it was really hard for me to get over. These past several years, I've raised my rate from starting at $30 an hour when I was fresh out of college and just doing little stuff around town to 45 to 55 to 65 75 85 And then this exactly one year ago, I raised my rate to $95 an hour. So January 1 of 2021, so just a year ago, I was like, okay, this year I'm going to make $95 an hour. And truthfully, I was just a little leery about that too. And then I was about a few months into the year and I had an interview with Dion Woods of the Tur- Turquoise Iris, who is just a phenomenal person. If you want to look up the Turquoise Iris on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, she's so great. And we were doing an interview and I was being interviewed for one of her mentoring groups. So I was teaching them about TikTok and pricing and stuff. And she was like, how much are you pricing? And I was like, $95 an hour. She just looks at me and she's like, 95, huh? You won't do 100, will you? I'm like, oh, you're so right. She just called me out. (laughs) I'm like, well, like I was 85 last year and 75 the year before. So it makes sense. And she just looks at me like, honey, you are worth so much more than that. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate you, but I am working on that. And that really stuck with me. And as a couple months went by, I'm like, you know what? Heck with it. You typically don't raise my rates in the middle of the year, but 
whatever. If it's going to mean I'm going to show up for myself a little better and oh well. So around the springtime, I was like, okay, it's $100 an hour or bust, right? Like there's just, this is what I'm doing. And it took a while to get used to it. Now I'm like, great, $100 an hour. It's still a little weird to say, but I own it now. It took a whole year for that to happen, right? And now it's time to raise even more. And I've, I've gone through my head. And I'm like, okay, I've raised it once throughout the year. I don't need to raise it anymore. Like (laughs) I've like tried to talk myself out of this, but I know that I should probably be at like 110 instead. I I just feel like 105 would be weird. So 110, I'm just going to go with 110 or $1,000 per day. I'm really good with $1,000 a day and just including supplies in that and maybe like a mock-up in there. Just if I can make a thousand bucks in a day with a prepared sketch, I am happy. (laughs) I don't need any more than that really at this point in my life. And that's, gosh, that's just so much if you step back and think about it. And I remember my stepmom, no, it's not stepmom. No, my mother-in-law. I don't have a stepmom. <laughs> my mother-in-law was telling me how she had an experience. She was talking to somebody and there was this artist out in Vegas and he said that he was going to come in and paint something cool for one of her friends and he charged $1,000 for the day. And she told me this story a couple of years ago and I just remember thinking, whoa, he charges $1,000 for the day. Like at the time I was charging like six or 700, but $1,000 just seemed crazy. I was like, whoa, I can't wait to get there. And she was like, yeah, this is, and he remembers, he's told her that, you know, she only had a budget of $1,000. So he was like, okay, whatever I can get done in those eight hours, that's what it is. And they they agreed and he, he worked it like that. I thought that was such an interesting way to do it. You know, okay, this is a one day job. What you get in, out of it at the end of the day is what you get. I don't necessarily do that per se, but it's just, it's just really cool to me to know how other people are pricing which is why I'm telling you how I'm pricing. And on another story, I remember hearing one of my friends works at a law office and she was telling me how she makes about $15 an hour as a secretary. And she's like the face of the bitch. She answers the phone and does all the stuff. And I remember she mentioned in a text, she's like, some of these attorneys, they charge $75 for an hour on the phone with somebody. It's crazy. And I remember thinking, wow, that's so much. This was back when I was making maybe $40, $50 an hour. And I remember texting her. I'm like, that's my goal. I want to make $75 an hour. And that just seems so crazy. (laughs) And then a year or so later, raised it up to 75 and now we're at a hundred. And I just, it's just crazy. And Sometimes I'll text uh, murals by Whitney. She's down in Houston and she is an artist, a muralist specifically, who is a couple years ahead of me. So it's really nice to talk to somebody like that. And just recently I asked her what she was charging. And last year we had this conversation because we'll text sometimes and as sometimes she'll send me some projects that she's working on or I'll send some projects that I'm working on. And I'm like, hey, how much would you charge for this? Or she'll say it to me too, like, hey, I'm wanting to bid 2000 for this. Do you think this is fair? And I'll be like, oh yeah, or no, or whatever. But most of the time I'm like, yeah, charge more. Because <laughs> it's just, it's easier. Like whenever, it's just, just easier to get feedback from another artist than it is just to make all the decisions on your own, right? So highly encourage anybody to get a pricing buddy like that. Or just use the Artist Academy Facebook group. Be like, hey guys, this is a safe space. I'm thinking about charging this for my my work. What do you think? It just helps to have some kind of validation. So that's what me and Whitney do. And I was telling her about my mental block about charging $100 per hour. I was like, I just had all these 
thoughts in my head. I was like, no, like like I live in an area where the cost of living is really low. Like I don't need to charge over a hundred dollars an hour. Like that's just too much for here. And she's like, no, you can do it. Because she was telling me how she was, she's in Houston, which is a bit bigger. And so I was using that as an excuse, like, no, like bigger businesses are there. And, but she just came back with, she paints for people in their homes more often than not. And she's charging, she was charging about $140 an hour. And, you know, she had a mental block to where when she was charging 120 and then she went up to 130 and 140, she lost a couple jobs. They said no, just out of whatever reason. And she thought that the reason they were saying no is because the price was too high. So she went back down. She's like, oh no, nobody's going to let me charge $140. So I'm just going to go back down to 120. And then she just realized after a while, no, it's not the price at all. People will actually pay that. And that's what I'm worth. So we all do this. I remember the first time I charged $75 for an hour and I just threw it out there and they said yes. And I was like, oh, holy crap. Okay. (laughs) But I know I'm worth it. I know I put in the hours and I know that I can deliver a really good product in a really decent amount of time too. I'm very quick now. And so I just have to tell myself this too. So I just want to say, no matter what level you're at, it's weird charging more every year. Or it is for me. If it's not for you, good for you. But it is for me. And so right now, I'm really going through the weird thing of like charging 110 per hour. Mostly because like the ease of charging $100 per hour is really easy with math. (laughs) And I'm like, can I just skip to $200 an hour? There will be one day where I'm charging $200 an hour. It's not today. It's not tomorrow. It won't be next year, but one day it will be because I was talking to Whitney recently. She told me that she's bidding things at $200 per hour. Granted, she has her mom with her too. And so her mom, it's like a a really cute mother-daughter duo team. And so she gets things done a bit faster that way. But she's so worth it anyway. Like she, her stuff is so good. She's so fast. And so I look at her and I'm like, if she can do it, I can do it. So I'm hoping you look at me and you're like, if she can do it, I can do it. (laughs) You know, there's all these different levels, but it's all the same. We're all going through the same doubts. We're just used to it (laughs) a little bit more. So this year I'm officially making $110 an hour. I'm just going to put it out there because my product is getting better and I'm getting faster. So repeat after me. This year, I am charging blank. What are you charging this year? And I'm going to push you to be a little bit more than last year, whether it's $5 more, $10 more. I've made a $20 jump before. I was charging about $55 an hour one year, and I made the jump to $75 an hour. And nobody batted an eye. I was like, oh, okay, so this is possible. But I'd also had a lot of years of experience. I was very fast at the time. I was just, I just felt weird about charging that much. So what's the number that you think you should be charging this year? Say it out loud and expect it to be a little uneasy. You know, like I, I'm not saying say it out loud and it's going to be just, it's going to come out of you fluid and that's just how it is. Like, it's going to take a while. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm being completely honest, some of the years that I have charged more, I've announced it on January 1, but it's really taken me until about March or April to actually charge that. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to charge this, but like, I'm still in the habit of charging like 50. So I'm just going to do that. And then, and then I'm just like, it takes me a couple months to get used to it. I do baby steps, so. <laughs> but this year I'm doing it. 
$110 an hour or a thousand bucks per day, which is kind of what I was charging last year sometimes. But now I'm like thousand bucks per day. That's what I want. Oh gosh. Okay, here we go. (laughs) I also want to say that I don't announce that I'm doing this other than to you, to other artists to try and help you with your, your money blocks and whatnot, because like, I don't just announce it on Facebook. Hey guys, I am charging more this year. Sorry if you missed out on last year, but you're going to be paying more this year. Like, no, we don't do that. (laughs) I have made a post in the past just saying that, you know, exactly what I'm feeling. Like every year I charge a little bit more and every year it feels a little bit weird, but every year I gain more experience, I get better and I get faster. And that's, I don't even know that I would say that even if I wasn't coaching other artists, just to kind of just because that's where my mind's at half the time is artists are reading my Facebook posts, not necessarily my customers. And so if I were you, I wouldn't even tell people. And it's not to keep it a secret. You know, we're not just like keeping our rates a secret. It's just like people don't care. As long as you can get the job done in a reasonable amount of time and make it look great, people are going to pay whatever you want. And truthfully, like I'm charging at maybe 110 this year, but from that small amount that I've gotten faster and better, it's going to even out and people won't even notice (laughs) really. So I don't think there's any need to say that you're charging more. Or even if, if you have a repeat customer, like I have many, many repeat customers. I'm not telling them, hey, you know, I painted for you two years ago, but it's going to be a little bit more this time. No, I'm just bidding it. I'm like, okay, this is your project. This is, I think it'll take me a week. This is how much it's going to be. Would you like it? They say yes or no. And that's that. I'm not, I just, I just don't, you know, there's no reason for anybody to know the little stuff. Keep it simple. It's like the, the kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> just, just, they just want to know what it costs. They want to have great turnout and that's that. But if you need a pricing guide or like a more of a walkthrough of how to price, I always say that there are two ways to price things, by size and by time. I've been talking about the time method because to me, time is our ultimate currency. It's what we're spending away from our families and all of that. So I want to I want my time to equal out, but there's also the size method. But if you go to artpricingguide.com, that is artpricingguide.com, you can download the art pricing guide, basically, that just shows you how to do the size and by time. And you can figure out what, what works best for you. One way that pricing by size does have a good benefit is that you can put it on paper and people can see exactly what you charge everybody. So like say say you're charging $30 for square foot for murals. Where it gets a little fuzzy is that sometimes it can equal out to be a good hourly rate, but then sometimes you're putting in a lot more hours on something that you priced by the size that you necessarily wouldn't, or I don't know. It just kind of depends, but every muralist, every canvas artist does it differently. You can price by square inch um, just to keep it simple, but it's just, to me, like painting something that's five feet by five feet, like on a really big canvas, as opposed to a 10 foot by 10 foot wall, there's not a whole lot of time difference for me because it's really just using a bigger brush. You know, a lot of artists who paint on canvas, maybe it's somebody that's listening now or thinking like, I could never paint a mural. Like you stick to really small canvases. It's the same thing. (laughs) It's just using a bigger brush. That's it. So it's just hard for me to, you know, do the size thing when they both kind of take the same amount of time in general. And also it's a lot easier for me to charge a lot 
lot more for something that's bigger because people think of big things like murals on the side of a wall like as to be expensive. So it's just a lot easier, I think, to make money as a muralist as it is to sell really small things like or just or to paint on things like shoes or just to do not to say that that's not a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Whatever's working for you is working. But I have just stuck to more bigger things because I can charge more. And if I can charge more, I'm making more per hour. And if I'm making more per hour, I have to work less hours and I can have some downtime in the winter like I'm doing right now. And it's so funny that I have planned for this, okay? <laughs> like I have priced myself exactly as I should have during the summer, you know, doing big projects, like making 100 bucks an hour, like doing great and just loving life and being very productive. I think it's something to do with the weather, honestly. The warm weather just makes me more productive. And then I plan for that and think, okay, in the wintertime, I'm going to relax a bit. I'm going to do just a little bit here and there. And since you charge so much per hour and you make so much and we work so much in the summer, it allows for time for me right now to relax. I have a good amount in savings right now. I just, you know, I work maybe one or two days per week doing stuff for other people. And then I paint for myself and, or do whatever I want to do for the rest of the week. And it, it, let me tell you the guilt that I have with doing that, even though I've planned, even though, you know, everything is fine and I can work one to two days a week and still pay my bills for the month. And I'm not necessarily saving right now, but by just working one to two days a week, the bills are paid and everything's fine. But those other five days per week, I am like, maybe I should be working. Maybe I should go record a podcast episode. Maybe the Arts Academy needs something. Like, I'm like, maybe I should go paint. Like, oh gosh, it's just... I'm finding things to do, but I'm constantly having to remind myself like, no, you've earned this from being strategic with painting murals and doing all the things. We've done all the things right now is the time to relax. And it's so funny because I've talked to my friend Rich Marks. He was on the podcast in the earlier days. I think he was before episode 100 somewhere. I don't know. Rich Marks, he is a muralist and he's older than I am. And so he is more experienced than I am. And we have talked about this before. He does the same thing. He works his butt off in the summer and in the winter, it's more of the downtime. Like we're, we're, we're booked a couple weeks out or like a month out instead of three months out. And it just feels kind of weird. And we both shared that we're like, okay, we know it's going to pick up in the summer. Like we know that. Experience has taught us that. So why are we freaking out right now? <laughs> you know, like I, I have some jobs on the calendar coming up that I could move up, but it's it just... And, but they're not, I'm not booked out three months like I typically am. I'm booked out maybe like a month or two, but it's not like a crazy busy season where people are wanting, you know, sketches left and right. And which is a great thing. <laughs> like it, it allows us to focus on our own creativity, but it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. And Rich Marks agrees with me. We've talked about this. He's like, yeah, like just now is the time to relax, chill out. Now is the time that we, yearn for <laughs> in the summer and that I dream about and we think of and I'm like, oh yeah, it's going to be so great in the winter. We get to be all cozy next to the fire and just hang out. And now it's here and I'm like, oh, maybe I should be productive. It's just a constant, constant thing. But as I'm going through the 31 day challenge and all of that, it has really helped me to just get my creativity out and going again because all throughout the year, all summer, spring, fall and into Christmas, I am painting what everybody else wants me to paint. 
And it took me about a week or two to really get my own imagination up and going again. I think we forget that creativity is a skill. It's not just something that we have. And I'm having to remind myself that too. Like it takes work to build that creative muscle in our brains. And it took me a while of being in our 31 day challenge to really get that back. And it also took one thing that's helped me as well. And this isn't on pricing, but it all works together. But one thing that's helped me is to watch movies and go to experiences that are creative. So we went and seen the the Van Gogh experience in St. Louis where you walk in and it's like an immersive room full of his art. That was pretty cool. That what was even cooler, we did this Alice in Wonderland like cocktail hour thing where the whole room was done in Alice in Wonderland themed, which is just such a cool dreamlike movie. And it just gets your imagination going. And I came home and I watched Disney movies and I'm like cuddled on the couch making just fun wallpapers. Like I I don't know. I, I, I do murals. Why am I doing wallpapers? Because it feels good. I don't know. Like it's just, it's fun. And so, yeah, that's, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. I'm having a really great time, you know, being in my own creative creativity. And then as soon as spring picks up again, it's going to be busy, busy, busy and making that savings account go up and up and up again (laughs) because that is just the cycle of murals. So And it's not necessarily like this for everybody. I was just talking to Lissa, who's down in Florida, and her downtime is the summer when it's way too hot to paint outside. So her wintertime is when it's things are, you know, the weather is really great in Florida. So they, you know, she can do all the stuff outside and all that. So she's really busy right now. And then her downtime is in, is more so in the summer. So it just kind of depends, like whatever, but I just want to say too, like with your pricing, decide what you're going to price. And with your downtime, decide when you're going to take a break and force yourself to do it. That's what I'm doing right now. But it's good to have a break every once in a while. And with charging so much for murals specifically or for canvas art, whatever you're doing, like charging so much, it allows us to have a break if we want it to. And I think this is just such the best career in the world because we get to make the shit up like we get to make up our prices we get to make up paintings people buy them what like we make up sketches and people okay like it's just there's so much creativity in it and along with the business side of it so just to recap before we end this raise your prices figure out what your price for this year is going to be say it out loud and it should be a little like oof can I do that like oof should be a little bit more than last year I think (laughs) and so say that out loud own it because this time next year you're going to be like oh yeah like this is what I charge anything less than that is like giving me someone a deal like that's literally what I think every year I'm like if I if I work for like $50 an hour now I'm like they're like getting half off they're getting a really good deal which is rare like I'll sometimes do that for charity work or whatnot but so yeah just own your price raise it just a little bit and if you need some help post in the Arts County Facebook group if you're in the advanced group or the the free group I just post in there and be like hey guys this is what I'm doing this is the work that I'm that I'm doing right now is this what you're charging like or maybe you're just a boss ass bitch and you don't need anybody else's validation like <laughs> I do but if you don't that's cool but you don't need anybody to tell you how much you should charge you know it's just whatever you want to do we, we get to make this shit up and then another thing art pricing guide Dot com. You can download your pricing guide and it shows you how to do it with how, how to calculate it on paper with size and by time. Either way you want to do it, doesn't matter. 
And then lastly, I just want to encourage you to take a break while you have it or schedule that break. Schedule it in your calendar. (laughs) Make the money and then live the life, you know, like just that's why we make all this money, right? Is to live a life that we want to either travel, that that's my ultimate freedom, right? To be able to book a book a flight wherever I want to go for however long I want to go. That is my ultimate freedom. Or to just chill out like for a week. <laughs> I remember in the summer I specifically said out loud, like, I want to just have a staycation where I just stay at home. There's nothing to do. And I'm so excited about it. And now my time is right now to do that. So I'm forcing myself. But yeah, put it on your calendar. Make your money and then take some time to do whatever the heck you want to do, but put it on that calendar as like a studio day. I have now have a ton of studio days on my calendar. So that way, when I first glance at my calendar, there's a bunch of like little dot marks on you know days that I have planned. So whenever I go to schedule something new, I'll look at a free day that doesn't have a, a dot mark, even though I know those dot marks just say studio days to do whatever the heck I want. I will still avoid those little dot marks and make it on an empty day. <laughs> So, but I have to go through, I went through and marked my entire year for studio days, like giving my, like I've went and marked sometimes entire weeks out of the month. Like in March, I have just a whole week that I gave myself a studio day or a studio week. I'm like, you deserve this. (laughs) Like I'm going to work really hard for three weeks and I'm just giving myself a studio day and I guarantee I'm going to forget that it's on there. So by the time I'm in March and things are starting to get busy, I'm going to be like, whoa, I don't have anything planned this week. I'm going to paint for myself or I'm going to use a couple of these days really to finish what I've started or, you know, have some of those as like days where I could fit in projects maybe that I really want to do or whatever I want to do. But I've gone through my whole year and made and marked studio days to kind of like surprise myself. It's like giving myself like flowers every once in a while. That's kind of how I think of it. Of like just giving myself a little bit of a break. And because I think that if we give ourselves a break and we give ourselves some creative freedom in this, it really helps us to come back in full throttle on those weeks that we do work and we do bust our butts, making that hundred bucks an hour, however much you're making this year, or 110, I'm sorry, I'm making 110 this year, <laughs> saying it out loud. <laughs> and it really helps you to go and just even give a better product and go faster. And just it, it all, it all equals out. Okay. So I hope this just gives you an idea of pricing and helps you to figure out your own pricing. And I hope you like talking about money as much as I do. I want to have a shameless plug in here. If you like talking about money, go get my book, Mural Money, An Artist's Guide to Creating Your Dream Career. It's in Audible, or you can go to muralmoney.com because it's in Kindle, Amazon, all the things. But I highly, 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 highly recommend the Audible version. If you have not gotten it yet, just search Mural Money on Audible and it'll come right up. You can use your one credit for the month. I'm sure you've got credits that you need to use anyway, right? We all do. I think I have like three stacked up that I'm going to be using on probably business books. But Mural Money, it talks a lot about money and how I've made it. And I just cannot recommend it enough. If you like the podcast and you like my voice at all and you like listening to me and maybe I inspire you in some way, I hope so. And you feed off of my energy. Imagine having a 15 hour audiobook in your library in there just to come in. You know, you can just listen to whenever you want. It's 15 hours. It's nuts. I had no idea it was going to be that long. I'm sorry. You, you can listen to it on like 1.5 if, if I talk too slow, but 
I really tried to voice it in such a way with meaning. And anyway, I worked really hard on this book and I know that it will help you. So if you haven't gotten the book Mural Money yet that I just wrote this past year, you will love it. Give it to a friend. Tell like shout it out on your Instagram. Also, if you leave a review for Mural Money on Amazon or Audible and you screenshot that review and send it to me, I will gladly shout you out on my Instagram. So just send me a direct message of a screenshot of your review and I will say thank you so much and I will shout your art out to on my story. And I have like over 70,000 followers on Instagram. It's nuts. So those people are going to see your art as well. So yeah, Mural Money is out and let's just talk about money. Let's make a whole lot of money this year. That way we can do whatever the heck we want with our life, right? Living a life of creativity and financial freedom. Oh, it's just a sigh of relief. I've hit this point in life where I have little to no monetary worries and I never thought this day would come. And I want to help you do it too, because I know that everybody is capable if you're willing to work hard and work smart. And I know what it's like and I want to help you do it too. So, okay. All right. Have a great week and I will see you next week to probably talk more about money. You never know. (laughs) 